Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, August 3rd, 2016 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Boston, Massachusetts. We didn't get a lot of feedback with problems with the Windows 10 Anniversary Edition not sure how many people installed it already. One reader reported that McAfee has a list of incompatible applications that it publishes. Users of these applications should wait with installing this latest Windows 10 service pack. So as you install it, if you run into any problems, uh, please uh, let us know. I expect that other security software may have problems as well as it may not have added all these new binaries to its particular whitelist. And Google published an update for Android. That's its usual monthly update as last month they split it into two packages. The first one applies to Android 444 itself. So to the core operating system, it does apply to all devices. The second bundle they published does apply to various kernel drivers. Now, which ones of these you need to patch depends on the hardware you're running, whether or not they're actually using these specific drivers. Among the many, many patches or many, many vulnerabilities that are being patched here, the ones again that stick out are three remote code execution vulnerabilities in media server. So that is definitely exploitable. A simple MMS message usually will allow you to deliver malicious code to the device that will then be executed. If you do have one of the Google Nexus devices, you should be offered the update over the air. For any other Android devices, you'll have to wait for the manufacturer and your carrier to make a respective update available. And recently, a murder case made a lot of news because law enforcement used a reconstructed fingerprint of the victim in order to unlock the victim's Android smartphone. Turns out that the 3D created fingerprint did actually not work, but a good old 2D printed fingerprint in the end managed to unlock the phone. One particular problem they ran into was that the fingerprint quality was not really all that great. So with the fingerprint, they were able to edit the, the image and improve the quality of the fingerprint, which apparently they didn't manage to do at the same level with the 3D printed fingerprint. Apple recently actually just took measures in order to avoid something like this from happening. If an iPhone is locked for more than eight hours, a fingerprint can no longer be used to unlock the phone and only the password can be used to unlock the phone. And in interesting web application vulnerability write-ups, we got a great one with details in a remote code execution vulnerability in Signout 
www.lifedot.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life